subscribe, download, follow on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. And if you buy some sweet Maven optics, use the coupon code NBHGIFT at checkout, and they will send you some free Maven swag. Now on to me and Aaron bullshitting about some stuff. I don't know what kind of terrible decisions you've made in your life to land you here, but here you are, so you may as well listen. It's time for the confessional. Snyder, what is up, my man? What is I'm going doing on? push-ups right now. <laughs> Not much. Regular push-ups, hand release push-ups. What are we what are we looking at? Uh I don't know what a hand release push-up is, but um where I I've got 25 pound dumbbells and then I do a push-up and lift the you know one up and then do the other one. So like a pseudo man maker. I don't know the names, I just do them, but yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, you don't really need to know the names, do you? No, but I'm trying to I bulked up a bit. I got on that the test replacement therapy, and uh, thank God I haven't really got any fatter, but I've definitely put on some bulk. Um, so Funny I've been doing a lot works. more cardio, and yeah, yeah, and uh, I think I put on like 18 pounds. Definitely Damn. picked up some strength. So I'm trying to you do 50 push-ups bigger. every. Yeah, I've got. Well, be honest. Am I looking fatter or just more bulky? Mm, you look a, a hair chubbier. A hair chubbier. Yeah, must be. But that be like could some, also be the shaved head. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, you know, I think the minute you shave your head, but, your head looks bigger. It does seem to be that way, um, especially with my head because it's kind of round like a basketball, which doesn't help. And it's hard to tell because you're usually layered. Oh, yeah. Especially me because I do not like being cold. No. So you're wearing, like, you know, vest, pullover. Eh, no, you're looking pretty fit in the fucking t-shirt. Yeah. That's when know, you which got one's the vest that? on. I was looking uh the videos from you shooting with Luke. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, it's weird. It's funny how that works because I'll get four messages. Guys say, dude, you're looking shredded. And then I'll get a message that, dude, you're looking fat. And then I'll get a message say, hey, man, are you bulking up? And I'm like, eh. You know where the weight looks like? Obviously. It is in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah, your yeah. Cheeks yeah, well, funny. water weight too, right? You yeah. gain water weight in your face. Yep. That's what I think is going on. <laughs> So then when you layer up, people can't tell if you're fucking shredded or putting on the LBs. Yeah, who knows? But it's been good, though. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me too much just because it's off-season and um, I've been lifting and not doing any, you know, cardio to speak of. So, yeah, that makes a difference, um, you know, as far as, uh, uh, you know, the kind of fitness, uh, like, you know, in the off season, I don't do that much cardio for a couple months anyway. Plus, I'm 
hunting whitetails and eating ho-hos and shit and not being as healthy as I probably should be. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, uh, it, yeah, uh, yeah, it's not really an off season now as far as like, you know, with the hunting, but there's definitely an off season more of, you know, not working out as much, not cause there's an off season, but meaning I just, I'm gone. And so you get some working out in, but nothing really compares to being on the side of a mountain or being in the gym or the combo, you know? So what do your workouts look like now? Mm, well, I do a lot of supersets, but, um, you know, pretty, pretty high rep. Um, Oh, like three sets, high reps, four sets, high reps, um, and a pretty basic stuff from push-ups, bench press, pull-ups, um, a lot of ab work, and then cardio-wise, I just 45 to 60 pounds and anywhere from, you know, two to six miles. Uh, but I just started, again. I mean, it's, man, it's just been dumping snow here, and it's been super cold, so I've just been getting started now. So, When do you decide to make your jump? to the heavier time, cardio time change time change mm-hmm. usually just for the simple fact of that's when you can you know i'm not uh a guy that's like oh let's go cross-country skiing you know what i mean like <laughs> in, in some ways i look at it as the that winter time that couple months where it's real bad is it's kind of um you know the hunting god's way of saying hey you know calm the fuck down for a couple months and let your body recover so i still work out i just don't you know, I'm letting my, my knees recover a bit and, you know, hips and shit like that as far as, uh, you know, pretty intense cardio. And I just, I lift a lot more. So generally I'm going to look my biggest, no matter what, this time of year, every year, but, um, you know, with a test, test replacement or whatever, obviously you're going to gain some water weight. And then I shave my head just out of sheer ease of use. Um, I, uh, was gone so much. I just didn't have time to go. Destiny, my barber, I know it's a stripper name, but she's super cool. Um, I haven't had time to go in there on. I'm like, shit, I'm just going to shave my head again. Is she a barber or are you going to a salon? Uh, Floyd's 99, whatever that is. That, that sounds is, like is a barbershop. Yeah. She's super cool. I like her. She's funny. Uh, she's only about five foot tall, which is awkward. <laughs> Probably. We're about the same height when I'm in the stool. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so when do you switch the other way? When the time changes again, or no, no, not you know, it depends on the weather and and everything else. But we stay pretty active year round, you know, no matter what. It's just the, you know, the big you know cardio trips and everything else. Um, uh, you know, gets you know when the time change and the weather gets slowed down, but. You know, this this year I went from, you know, I was November for a good bit of it. I was down in Oklahoma and then uh, I got back and uh, went on that cat hunt up in B.C. And I got back from that. And then I went down to Alabama, um, which none of those were real healthy trips. And then I got back from that Alabama trip. And then um, I'm not sure what I did in the middle there, but I went back to Alabama um, and then I got back from, you know, that and then I was in Florida for a little while. Um, you know, so it's pretty, pretty crazy schedule and went up to, I was in Michigan there. I did that speaking thing for the, uh, great Northern, the traditional bow hunting get together. So how was that? It was good. It was good. Uh, I'm gonna do it again next year. Uh, 
In fact, I'm thinking South is going to probably do like a joint seminar with me as well as Jake Downs. Jake's um, in uh, Nebraska, and um, it kind of you kind of get where it's um, I'd say updated, you know, but do a little bit more. uh, uh, God, I don't know you want to call it. um, You know, talk a lot more about you know, tuning, backpack hunting gear, broadheads, just, just stuff that's a little bit more updated. And, and I, you know, I'm not trying not to speak out of turn. It's not like I've been there every year, whatever, but just um, kind of the general gist of what people have asked me to talk about and what they'd like to hear. We're going to kind of cover that. Jake's a killing machine as well as uh, South. So, um, you know, having three guys talk and kind of a panel for a seminar is I don't I think it's the best way for people to learn because you're not just getting my method you know South and I've done this shit for you know thirty years but South his methods are a little bit different than mine Jake's a little bit younger you know and Jake's been doing it for you know ten fifteen but we all get it done it's just a matter you know they can hear the the different ways it's pretty uh. I mean, you can personalize it a lot towards the individual. Yeah. So, if you were to, like, say someone's getting into it, right? Do you have any tips from all, now you've been into it for how long, that you're like, all right, here's some shit you could skip over or don't get caught up in? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, when you first get into it, the I would say the best thing to do, uh, if you can, just make sure you get fitted correctly, you know, and, and you can do that on a phone call. When I say fitted, I mean, you can ask some questions, uh, figure out your draw length and make sure you get the right length of bow and don't get, oh, you know, too much poundage. And then, yeah, if you don't have a coach around, you know, make sure and just uh, that that uh, solid archery mechanic stuff that Tom Clum and the push offer and Joel, you know, watch that to get kind of a basic idea of what's going on. And then uh, don't get caught, you know, gear wise, like don't buy too much crap at first because so many things are going to change from draw length and, uh, you know, your uh, like the poundage you're comfortable with. And, you know, once you get comfortable with that and you know your setup is, just buy the bunch of arrows that fit that you know are tuned correctly or tuned correctly out of your bow and get out there with the best form you can and don't get too wrapped up in all the i don't know what you want to call it, idiosyncrasies of of uh what kind of goes on online i guess you know a lot of guys wrapped up and crapped that maybe they shouldn't have you been seeing a lot more guys picking up the uh trad life okay uh, yeah even though i caught the struggle stick and it seems like there's a out of people that think that that's horrible and people will never get into traditional archery because I call it that, but hundreds, I mean, yeah, literally hundreds, hundreds and hundreds. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's awesome. I think it's better to be honest about it. Like this is fucking hard. You do have to do this every day. If you want to be good, it is a struggle. Like I'm not saying yeah, it's easy to I, get I good at compound archery, but I've fooled around with a traditional bow enough to know it's fucking harder. Yeah, I don't have ill will towards anybody on that stuff. You know, I get a lot of hate uh, from some of those guys, but I, I don't, I don't mind. It's their, 
at least their you know their hearts and souls in it or whatever they're they're they have a it's a different school of thought it's just for me i wouldn't do it if it wasn't a struggle and i like the the challenge and it doesn't bother me to tell people that you're you're probably going to struggle with it in the beginning and you may struggle with it the whole time but if you stay at it the reward is so much greater um you know and it's not false advertising either if um you know, the bullshit that I hear people say that it's just as effective of a comp as a compound. I mean, that's just a crock of shit. It's not. <laughs> yes, like you can be a successful. Just as effective as a gun. Yeah, well, you, obviously you can be as effective because I've probably killed more with a stick than I did with a compound because I, I put more effort into it. But um, it, it's just a simple, simple numbers game. If your effective range is 60 to 80 and now your effective range is 20 to 30, well, you got a lot better chance of getting within 60 to 80 than you do 20 to 30 because it is an animal trying to stay alive. And um, I just think with people, I try to sell it for what it is. It's an amazing challenge and very rewarding and, and a struggle with it. But in the long run, it'll be, you know, worth it. And it won't be for, for everybody. But, um, you know, I've had a good run of success and, and I've learned quite a bit you know, through all of that. And I really think that if people gave it uh, – gave it a go like really an honest effort that a lot of people would be you know addicted to it it is fun realistically what how much time a day or a week we talking that a person's gonna have to put in say they're coming over from the compound not as much as you right you know if if you let's say just you know blind bail shot in the garage uh working on good form um you know every day for whether it be five or 25 or 50 good arrows, uh, you know, with good form, good release, all that, um, you know, and then obviously shoot outdoors as much as you can with good form. Um, you know, maybe not as much as you think you donate a half hour to it, uh, a day. I don't think any, you know, that that would definitely put your leaps and bounds above everyone else. If you do it correctly, when I say correctly, in correct form and, you know, the right mindset, um, you know, I put a lot of time into it because I, cause I can, but knowing me and when I work construction, I probably would have put, I actually have more free time when I work construction than I do now because just it's never, never ending as far as the phone does stop and, and, and everything else. So um, I, I think people would be surprised if they get, you know, the, the right, uh, right coaching and the right, uh, uh, like man- mentality or, or, or mindset behind it, they could do really well. And you're, you've been known to go through some gear rather quickly and switch things up often. What is your current setup? Uh, same, you know, actually, I mean, I just do that. People, you know, a lot of people just want me to test stuff out, but the black widow is my, um, Kind of that's my go-to. That's what I hunt with this year. That's what I hunted with last year. I tried a bunch of bows, um, bobbly and a, a striker and um, a winger. I shot a bunch of stuff with that winger, and um, it—they're uh, all good bows. I just feel the most comfortable with the widow. I just, I shoot it the best, and they're really good guys. So it's a 62-inch uh, PSA is what the bow's called, and uh, it's a green leaf, so it's kind of a bow. And running the Selway, the Selway quiver? Mm, no, nah, I run three different quivers. I run Selway, Thunderhorn, and uh, Great Northern, uh, depending. And then uh, 
I run Dace Arrows, which, um, you know, spirit of total honesty here, I own part of that company. So I was going to say, um, you're working with them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am um, coming out with Broadheads as well. We've been blessed just filling the voids of what I've wanted for a long time, as well as my partner. You know, there's uh, I've wanted a heavy carbon arrow for a long time with tight tolerances and the component system we just came out is, is super cool not to do a sales pitch here but that's been great and then the broadhead's been a broadhead that i've really just just the broadhead more than anything something i've wanted forever compound and traditional so uh that's been great and then uh, i shoot mountain muffler bowstrings which is uh he's a guy out of new york actually uh super cool dude and uh god it's been it's been a good year man i'm super blessed I, i'm not sure how many animals i've shot but it's 30 to 40 this year alone and 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 uh you know having the equipment is not to you know do the total sales but you know like oh this gear did it for me but it, having gear that's a huge boost when you're going on that many hunts and people will wonder are these arrows and broadheads that cross over to compound or are they uh stick both oh yeah it's far it's 80 20 compound to traditional it's farther there's way more compound guys buying them than stick though guys i'll have to check them out okay six gear and uh i see you are working with uh aae on arrow veins uh oh yeah but i've been friends with aae and well greg pool specifically since christ was a kid so um I mean, Greg and I talk frequently and he's always got my back and, and, and the facility they have and what they can do, they're definitely a problem solver. So, you know, I had a problem and they came up with a solution and, um, yeah, it's been great. Just wet weather is an issue with feathers and, uh, you know, it's cool shooting feathers, but I mean, I'm not, uh, it's not like I'm totally, you know, shit canning feathers or at least not right now, but. I've got a lot of hunts in wet weather, which is a huge issue. So they were able to come up with a vein that I could shoot off the shelf. Like I do my feathers and still have the same point of impact point of aim. So that's pretty, I mean, that is one of the very few times where you're like, this is a game changer. And I know people have posted like, Oh, they've, you know, there's other veins that can do that. And it's like, all right, whatever. I haven't found them. And I tried every vein I could and this vein actually did it. So maybe for some people there was other, options they found over time but for the majority of people not very many um could just grab a you know whatever the a, a vein and and throw you know a veined up arrow rather than a feathered up arrow and shoot and hit in the same spot mm. so how different are these from the other ones on the market uh well they're just a softer material uh you know, the mixture, the, the compound or whatever that makes the vein is just different than the other ones. So a little bit more pliable. They're not going to be like crazy durable, not not meaning like shooting through them. If you're going to shoot through any vein, if you hit it with a field tip or broadhead, but meaning they'll wrinkle over time. Mm-hmm. Um, Get that bacon look. But, yeah, yeah, yeah that'll, and you can hit them with blow dry straight back out. But, you know, my thing is like, hey, they, these aren't built to be the strongest, toughest vein for the rest of your life uh they're built for a purpose and that purpose is horrible crappy weather and if you want to shoot feathers for 
you know, 50% of the time and the other 50 when it's raining and snowing, grab these. I mean, the great thing is, is when it's super cold, the point of impact's about the same as well. So if you freeze them and, and shoot like super cold weather, they don't get so stiff that, um, you know, they fly super erratic then either. And that's a, a big bonus too. And I mean, you think of... about it, you, you backpack in seven miles for an eight day trip. And on day two, you get a monsoon and you only have six arrows and those feathers go so flat that you cannot hunt until they're completely dry. And then you have, you know, one day down basically, or the chance of missing some giant elk or deer, whatever you're going on and you're trying to dry them and you're not as effective hunting because you're always worried about where your feathers are, you know, all those different scenarios. And then you go, Oh, I've got three barrows in my quiver that have veins on them. I don't give a shit. And then you move on and it's not an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Just another tool in the belt. Yeah, that was an awkward silence. You got to come up with a new I question. Just, I actually just sat in the silence. I said, fuck it. I'm going to see how long I can go now with just just one tagline and just let it sit there and just, I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> that's the good the, Lord, That's one. The, the beauty is I could just take a little thing and go snip, snip and cut that out if I want. Or if I feel like just fucking saying whatever, let it roll, I'll leave it in. And people could be like, oh. There's some awkward silence there. It's like, yep, people. I mean, people are comfortable with silence. You notice that? Yeah, sit there. Oh yeah. There, it's like, oh, I got to come up with a question. It's like, yeah, I would, but I'm also trying to look at these day six arrows on an open web page, which probably not the best thing to do when you're ho- when you're hosting a podcast. But I was curious about them since you mentioned them. Are you a four arrow, uh, four fletch guy or a three fletch guy? Uh, with the compound, I was four. With uh, the stick bow, I'm a three fletch guy. Doesn't make much difference for you on the uh, stick. Um, you know, it's it's more of a matter. Uh, the reason, you know, the way I have my the cock vein or the odd vein where it touches my nose uh, to keep everything kind of consistent, the three fletch works best. I don't know that I would really give honestly too much of a shit from three or four three just happens to work in that scenario Hmm. and i saw you're doing a benefit coming up right yeah 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 try to make something good out of something not so good uh my buddy he uh cody mooney uh got a brain tumor and anyway he passed away recently so we're doing a Cody Mooney Memorial shoot and obviously we're going to have that every year um, and uh, yeah try to raise money for his family really and what's the details on that uh, it's April 27th at American Bowman and at this point I think there's going to be about $40,000 in prizes good lord it's just coming in Jesus. like crazy um, yeah you know everything from Davis uh, tent and awning, uh, donated a wall tent. You know, we're doing teepees and backpacks, and all the food companies sent a bunch of food in. Um, Otterbox sent, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of different coolers. Yeti sent a bunch of coolers, and then Sitka, Cryptic sent a bunch of clothing. Had a bunch of knife makers, custom knife makers, and woodworking guys build uh, custom stuff to send in. Uh, 
Black Rifle Coffee, Dark Timber uh, sent a big care package. So a lot of a lot of support for this. That's awesome. And what? Uh, how much to shoot it? Yeah, I'm right. That's what I actually was doing when you when you called. I think we're going to do fifty dollars for adults and twenty for youth, and uh, which is obviously a little bit steep. But considering the you know first place is a two thousand dollar prize, it's probably worth it. Yeah, that's but we'll have a good. door door raffle prizes or a door prize, you know, where you just for entering you get you know we'll have a pretty significant amount of prize for that, and then you'll there's going to be table raffle prizes where. Um, you know, like an eight-man teepee in the Davis tent, uh, set of uh, loophole optics, where you can buy raffle tickets to enter that specific prize. And then um, there'll be a long-distance shoot where closest to the dot, uh, there'll be a prize for that. So quite a bit of different stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's the least I could do, man. He was a good dude, um, like super good guy. Uh, and he's got four kids, one on the way. And, you know, it definitely makes you question, yeah, I hate to even say this because I'm going to get a lot of, you know, religious nuts getting a hold of me, but uh, why on earth would that guy be taken away when there's so many other fuckheads that need to die? And and he, like the, the, the guy you want to marry your daughter, like good dude with four kids and one on the way, it's just. I don't know. I don't, it hasn't been a good couple of weeks for me, but um, it is what it is. Yeah, definitely. Will make yeah shit. Will make you question your beliefs. We actually there's a fundraiser going on at our CrossFit for a family in a similar situation. Only I think it's like stage four pancreatic cancer. It's again. It's like what the fuck. Yeah, he's got a kid on the way, and you've obviously been a dad for a long, long time now. But as a new dad, it's like I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know how you, what the, I got no words for it, no words. Yeah, yeah, it's a crappy deal. Yeah. Well, on to some uh, <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, on a lighter note. Yeah, yeah lighter note. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer. Death, uh, what do you got coming up? Anything good? Yeah, we got a turkey hunt uh, in Colorado, turkey hunt in Texas, turkey hunt in Nebraska, and then a bear hunt in uh, two bear hunts in BC, one with Jeff Lander, one with uh, Bart Lancaster, and then a brown bear hunt in Alaska. And uh, I got to go see my daughter graduate high school somewhere in the middle of there. And then we'll have about a month off. And then uh, I'm going out to um, a traditional archery shoot um, uh, with Jake Downs uh, on the 27th of July just to go, you know, hang out basically um, and shooting that with him. And then, you know, antelope season starts and then we got, mule deer uh in colorado possibly elk and then we're flying to alaska for a mountain goat hunt actually i don't need to give everybody my life story but that puts me <laughs> through the middle of september but it keeps going it's i was crazy. gonna say shit you've got fucking plans yeah there's a lot a lot lot going on um yeah so uh but yeah the the one with jake downs that tournament um 
it's July 27th. It's Nebraska traditional archers. So hopefully I you know, meet a lot of people in that neck of the woods come out to that tournament. Yeah. How do you, uh, is the trad community been embracing you pretty well? Mm, not the old guys. Uh, some old guys have actually. And then some don't, I mean, people get pissed. I call it the, the struggle stick, which is super weird to me because, um, uh, you know, that I, I, you know, I get some messages like just go do, I mean, and I don't, at this point now it used to bother me, but now I really don't give shit. But, um, you know, the, the struggle stick thing that I'm horrible for the community because I call it a struggle and it's bad and people aren't going to pick it up because I call it that. And I'm like, well, my inbox is telling me different. So I don't get too stressed over it. It is what it is. But, uh, I, I do like the fact that how many people are getting into traditional archery and, and, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm a part of that, I, I'm happy for it. So have you come across any, uh, new pieces of gear or anything that have impressed you? Um, yeah, some of them are prototypes though, but, uh, um, yeah, you know what? I'm not, I'm not even sure how much, We'll just leave out the prototype so I don't get myself in trouble in the position. I mean, I get to see stuff a year in advance, and sometimes I forget that and start talking about it and get myself in trouble. The uh, Zeiss uh, range-finding binoculars, um, I tell you, as far as, like, very often, do very very rarely do I ever tell everybody, hey, sell your crap and buy this. This is the best. Um, and I won't say they're the best, but, man, they are pretty freaking amazing. Uh whether it's for bow hunting or for archery, yeah, those, or excuse me, bow hunting or for rifle. Um, and then there's been a couple some clothing stuff that I've, I've been lucky enough to try out recently. That's been pretty amazing. Uh, pieces from Sitco, one from Swazi that I was pretty, pretty impressed with, but nothing too groundbreaking. No, um, the binoculars were huge. And then obviously I'm going to say this broadhead we're coming out with, but that's a biased opinion because it's, a broadhead I've wanted forever. Hell, nobody may like it, but I certainly do. What kind of broadhead is it going to be? Uh, it's a fixed blade broadhead. It, it's a four blade, you know, well, it's a two blade, but it's bleeder blades. It's just a little bit wider um, and the profile of it is a little more conducive for accuracy. So in the cutting, total cutting service is an inch and three quarter without having to shoot a, you know, super wide inch and three quarter head, but you can, we've got two offerings. One's, um, inch and a sixteenth and the other one's inch and a quarter and then you've got the bleeder blades as well. So mm. and when uh we look into that drop this season. Oh yeah, in the next month or so. Um we've been testing them. I shot my my sheet that out that I just got back that hunt from um I shot my sheep with it and uh Broderick's been down shooting pigs like crazy. Um for these final prototypes, you know, every nothing goes quickly when you're prototyping. You know, there's several always different editions and you know, hit, hitches in the giddy up. You know, what you want and what is even physically possible is sometimes not. You know, they don't line up all the time. But uh, we finally got the final prototypes finished, and I actually shot that sheep with it, so that was kind of cool. And shit. Forgot what I was gonna ask. Oh, I do remember. How about how about like your main job, Kafaru? What do we got coming down the pipe? 
Uh, we got, um, well, we released that hoodlum, which is a bigger pack. That was kind of my baby. And then we had a lot of guys, um, ask tactical wise for more EDC bug out bag, uh, doomsday prepper type stuff, you know, liked, you know, we get a crowd, which you've heard me talk about before that, why did you discontinue this pack or this pack? And we're a small company, so it's kind of triage if something doesn't sell super well. Um, you know, no matter how long it's been in line or how short of it, just doesn't over time sell well. We we kick it out because we we're not a room in the building, and we had a, a specific a certain amount of guys that you know were pissing and bitching and moaning about the Zulu and anyway some of the older packs, and and I try to you know listen to everybody, but I'm certainly not going to reintroduce a pack that never sold that well to begin with and reintroduce it for the greater good of 14 people complaining to me. <laughs> but I do pay attention. And, uh, so, uh, Bender and I, and mostly Bender came up, um, with this hooligan, which is, is kind of a, a hybrid of, of the older style packs and the newer, and that'll be out in a week or two. Actually, nobody knows about that. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of like our older, smaller packs and, uh, you know, works pretty good for an assault pack or whatever. And then, uh. We've got a 44 mag, I think we're going to call it. It's basically a big F22 mag with a few changes coming down uh, the pipe. Where I've got a, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that on here. Uh, I got something in my feet we're working on. Um, oh come on! But yeah, it's just been only what no. 500 people are going to hear it. That's pretty depressing. That's I wouldn't even state those numbers. <laughs> maybe a thousand. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that that that'll be more if I talk about it, which is why you're wanting me to talk about it because you need help with your numbers, you asshole. No, I that's don't totally one sided. This is no, this I know is you don't. This is a hundred percent for my own enjoyment. So I really don't give two fucks how many people listen. Yeah, I've been working. No, it's a stove. We've been uh, working on a stove for a while, and I I should put more time and effort into these stoves. Um, and uh but yeah, I don't they're have pretty the time. Handy. I got the effort. I... Yeah, no, they are, but um you know, there's a lot of people, you know, millions that carry a backpack every round every day. There's not millions that you know, there's not that many that need an ultralight backpacking stove. So anyway, I've um about got her finished up. It's pretty crazy design. Um what do you mean? And, you uh, crazy design. Uh, like is it a spiral? Don't be an idiot. No, it's not a spiral. Um, it's ah, a box. Uh, anyway, could be. It could be. Yeah, my my aunt grew could grow balls and become my uncle. Um, <laughs> yes, the, uh, so that's pretty crazy. I mean, you fucking make boxes. So how much crazier is it getting? <laughs> Still a fucking box. I know, right? Yeah, uh, just the way it goes together. The legs don't go through the main body, and how they attach. Uh, you know, you can use it with super big, bulky gloves. Um, yeah, it's just ease of use, basically. It's a little bit lighter uh, with the same material that we have now. And then we've got a titanium one we're working on as well. Um, so and that and then. Is it going to be different offered in different sizes or is it set size? Yeah, we don't. I mean, that goes without saying, but I guess I'll say, yes, it'll be multiple different sizes. Um, you don't know. It's going to take the place of our current box stove, so we'll have uh, at least three to four sizes. Oh, wow. So it's, it's the new generation then. 
Yeah, this will take the place of the one we have now. Um, it's more durable, which is a lot more durable with a lot less pop rivets and um, more. it's definitely more professional looking. I mean, it, it actually looks like it's going to start walking around and bite wow. me. Um, it, it looks like a robot down there. Uh, but I, I got to tweak a couple more things. We're going to go burn the shit out of it, actually, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and debate, do the final, final um, – testing on it there's a couple things i need to change but it doesn't affect the testing just how the door uh works i'm going to change a little bit it made the door bigger uh on it and it's a lot more airtight so you get better more efficient burn times with it um so a but you know less... when i'm I, hunting too much and traveling it's not like i put the full effort into this and since it had my full effort when i could put effort into it but fuck this has been going on for a year and a half <laughs> That's that's some serious R&D. Yeah, well, you figure you go out you t- to do it right, you know, you test it and come back, tweak it, and then it's got to get rebuilt. And then, you know, I'm gone, so then it'll sit there, and then I come back and test it. And, you know, then maybe the guys that are building it for me are gone. And so it, it, it just takes a while to do – I'm not going to bring up – well, it's just when you do stuff wrong – you can tell pretty quickly from a design standpoint that, you know, when somebody rushes something to get out the door. So this is something I didn't want to rush and get out the door considering it's going to be taking over our, our current stoves for the rest of the time. So, yeah, I would think not. Don't want to torpedo the stove line right into the ground. No, it's torpedoed enough now. Um, when I say that meaning, you know, we just haven't updated it in a while, you know, it uh, mm-hmm. needs to be updated. They're a great option. They're super durable. They just need to be updated. And what should people expect for drop time on that? Oh, I have no, I'm not even going to say. Another year. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't have brought it up if it was a year, man. <laughs> Listen to a fucking bunch of people pester the fuck out of me for a year. No. Um, no, hopefully like a, a month or so, maybe two, you know. Perfect. And uh, anything else? Anything else you can't talk about? You want to talk about? Um, no, nah, not that I can think of. I uh, I got a few messages to come visit you guys in the winter. Uh, I can say almost without a doubt, I will never be attending a winter rendezvous in northern New York. Uh, I can't already... say never. Did it happen this year already? Should have, right? Um, yeah, it was gone. Uh, well, there's a spring. Yeah, there's a spring rendezvous. Then they may have already had that. And in fact, I, whatever one I was doing, I had a speaking engagement at one when you guys had one or or whatever. And I I, I like the rendezvous. I like the idea of them. I think it's it's great. But as far as like time management, a lot of times um, I've just got other stuff going on, and uh, it does frustrate some people. Kafaro has changed like. Patrick would go to all of those, but, um, you know, if, it's, it's, as much as I'd like to, you know, if you've got 20, 30, 50 people at a rendezvous, um, which is great. Uh, but I have a choice to go speak in front of 500 to a thousand and then intermingle with a few more thousand after that at a show. Sometimes I, I just have to go to the show and there's just uh, nowhere around it for smart business. And I don't mean, anything negative by the rendezvous because they're great. It's just as we grow and we keep up and try to keep up and 
stay ahead and everything else, um, I'm forced to make decisions. Sometimes that means I don't get to go and to, to certain things that some people want me to be at. You should come out for it. Fuck it. Hmm. So basically everything I just said, you listened to absolutely none of it. Yeah. When are you, oh, you're, well, how old are you? You're going to start making smart decisions now. Look, look, look where all the dumb decisions got you. Yeah. The, um, I, yeah. Well, not only that, I, I think I was pretty clear in the beginning. I don't like freak to death. We could, we could do one in the spring. Yeah. It's still pretty cold, but see the spring I'm killing. Yeah. But look at all the fucking snow and how cold it is where you are now. Can't be much different. It's going to be 50 here today. Sunny. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, I guess we could reinvent the wheel to try and do that. Um, or we could do an early summer one. Yeah. Did you hear my schedule? Did you block all that out? I was busy looking at arrows. I told you that before. <laughs> yeah. My schedule is crazy. We could try and work something out. Yeah, um, send me a time. I'll to, to do some. Uh, send me a weekend that'll work for you, and I'll do some leg work. Gotcha. It'll definitely be in 2020. That's fine. I I plan to be here. Hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah, it is nice sometimes to actually have a normal social life and spend a weekend with my wife as well. Considering I'm, you know, pretty much gone every day. Yeah, probably don't need another divorce. Nah, a force <laughs> would be bad. Statistically, yeah, though, I hate to be the guy to break to you. Odds are not great. No, they're not. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> with fingers and toes and, you know, how many days I'm gone and adding things up. You know, the, the end result of that equation is me being single again. But so far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. You just have to take her more with you. I mean, statistically, you probably have better odds of getting a grand slam with your stick foe. <laughs> At this point, I probably do. Um, but, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, she's been pretty cool about everything and, and supportive and even dealing with some of the the general BS of the industry. She's been pretty cool about it. So. Well, she did a, doing a great job with Snyder Signature Series, which, yeah. thankfully, somebody cares about your photography. Yeah, it's just another time management thing. Um, I just don't have time to mess with it, and she wanted to do it. So, um, yeah, and we sold a ton. Um, I say we, I haven't really done anything other than put the photos in a file, but... Um, Sold quite a bit. Which yeah, cool. when, she, when she's leaving your ass and suing you for the company, this will be played. Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> she'd have. Yeah, we're not like that. I mean, she'd be. She's. We're both pretty cool as far as you know, mellow and level-headed on that side of things. That's good. Yeah. So All right. I well, I know you got the uh, opening the door. South coming on, so. No, uh-uh. I'll keep you. Yeah, he's he's supposed to show up down here at six. We're actually going to design a oh, I think some kind of a lid uh, stocking pack for him, which I'm all about because I want one too. So we got some design stuff to do while he's here, like the single bucket, the single clip lid, like your uh, is it the shape charge? Mm. The little guy, 
No, that's a that's a pack. Um, it's more like a you know a lid that you can fit your boots on the back of it, like tuck the toes in and bungee when you're going in your socks, and but also have a you know a small assortment but super low profile and also work as a lid. How come? How come you guys never got into doing any like? Uh, uh, like the front chest packs or anything like that. Just other people doing them, not uh, interested or what? Well, we did. We used to, um, and uh, I kind of nixed them because uh, Hill People Gear they make one that's pretty yeah, good. It was kind of like do. ours, and it got to a point where. I was like, you know, I don't really want to get those. There's a history that's not the greatest with Kefaro and them because they used to, uh, they kind of used Kefaro to piggyback to get started a bit, um, which they seem like good enough guys. And honestly, I really don't give a shit at this point. Um, you know, I, the last thing I'm going to worry about is a chest rig when we can barely fill normal orders. But um, we have designed for buying um a chest rig. Well, I'm not going to give away the design, but we have something that's been sitting there in the hop for over two years. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, coming out with it. Um, and, and, and when, and make sure we get it right. And, 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 you know, for me, it needs to serve multiple purposes in the sense of, I want a chest rig that's a bino harness, snap that off. You got a fly fishing pack, snap that off. You've got a weapons carrier system, snap that off. You've got a general purpose carrying system, which me could mean a pistol and a radio. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're a guy that's, let's say you work on a force service, like a trail crew or a lightning, like a smoke jumper, um, yeah. you know, they have that radio sideways right there. And then the mic hooks up, um, you know, and I want something that people patrol. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, you know, that people can really buy one system and unclip it and, and basically work for anything. Um, so, hey, South's pulling in now, man. I should right, go. Yeah. All right. Hey, cool, I mean, man. If you, if you really want to help out, I don't need you to do any giveaways. You could just share this. That'd be great. <laughs> gotcha. I know, right? I don't share too much stuff. I'll see what I can do. We'll yeah, get you up to like 509. Yeah, so, and while you're at it, you could send me a picture to use for the graphic. That'd be fantastic, too. All right, I will do that, man. I appreciate you having me on. All right, have a great day, dude. Later. Thank you. Yep.